welcome to Sinister Junk Mail podcast. <laughs> I guess I deserved that after last week. So when I was watching the video of us for our Instagram page of that bit, I just was like looking at my face in it. You could see me just watching you, just waiting for you to start so I could just jump in right on top of you. It was so funny. What a bitch. I know. Also, when you said, shut your whore mouth, I will hear that forever and Good. always. It was so funny. Good. Think twice before you speak to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, I'm Susie Turner. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, this is what and, you get. And that's Kate. Saying you wanted to replace me. I did say my name. No, you did not. Oh, uh, well, you threw me off then. Oh, now it's my fault. You said podcast. And yeah. you derailed everything. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yes, I'm Kate Lassay. She is Susie Turner. We're here today have fun clearly have adhd problems <laughs> i definitely do yeah so today we are talking about ancient human civilizations okay the uh possibility of earlier advanced civilizations like us long before big archaeology says we should have existed okay we're talking about gobekli tepe which is a site in turkey ruins Foundations of buildings and monuments that were discovered in 1994, which is very fucking recent, that have been buried under the earth for, I don't even fucking know, centuries. Okay. This place, there's evidence that there was an advanced civilization similar to us before prehistory, like before cavemen, Creepy. all of that. It's really? A lot of, you're going to like it. It's fun. Yeah. So we're talking about that. We're talking about the end of the world. Oh, no, I don't like <laughs> As that. As we know it. <laughs> yeah. It just sounds like you got high and then wrote <laughs> the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I almost wish I did. That would be fun. But um, it's a mind fuck regardless. Great. Yeah. Basically, everything you've ever been told is a lie. All right. Let me see how much mm -hmm. I believe. Yeah. You're going to be skeptical. But also, like, there's some stuff you just can't be skeptical about because there's evidence or proof, you know? Okay. We'll see. What, we'll see what you think. All right. Fine. I went down this rabbit hole because I discovered a Reddit post <laughs> in the aliens subreddit. So I'm just going to read the little story to you right now. Okay. We're going to start here together. This is how I dove down this path. This is what we're doing. So it basically begins with Reddit user Conspiracy Bartender is his name. So that's how I'll be referring to him. Okay. So yes. before we get started, <laughs> is this the most credible Reddit user? Conspiracy I don't know. There's no vetting Bartender. Him. Yeah. Well, a lot of bartenders hear lots of stories. Okay. Right? They're like a midnight therapist. For midnight some. therapist. Yeah, midnight you know drunken what? therapist. I have never gone to a bartender and poured my soul out to them. I just <laughs> have probably never gone to like a really lonely, sad bar where there's like three people there only, right? No, I haven't. Yeah. That's, yeah. Have that's, you? I don't know. I don't think so. I've never really gone out on like a weeknight when I'm like depressed. That's when I think this this shit happens. Okay. I feel like, who knows? I feel I like might, it I might guess, just be the movies. That's what I, like, and maybe it's because when I was in my party days, I was mm -hmm. going to like bars that like were fun, like lively. Yeah. Like yeah. where you're like screaming <laughs> to tell them your drink order because it's so fucking loud in Can there. Can I get a Red Bull vodka? Yeah. <laughs> Is oh, that what you ordered? <laughs> ew. <laughs> What'd you have? What was, your, what was your early 20s drink? Early Amarota Sours. Oh, that's not as bad as Sun. Yeah. Um, I did vodka, vodka cranberry sometimes. Ooh, I do like vodka cranberry. There was a point before I was 21 when I had a friend who was older than me who would sneak me out to bars where I, for some reason, thought screwdrivers were the best drink in the world. Oh. Vodka orange juice. Yeah. That shit is nasty. Why did I do that to myself? That's all. That's, ooh, that's like, a, well, it's maybe rough. it's because I'm old now, but it's that like just sounds like a drink, a, right? It just sounds like a heartburn yes. to me. I'm like, I need some Tums. Right away. Yeah. In fact, before you even drink it. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure sometimes even just plain orange juice gives like, me heartburn now. Is this just a, who's who drinks these? Whose drink is the um, screwdriver? Is it just Kate. like underage kids or is it like older? Like who likes this? Who is probably the, underage the category? I've drank it under age as yeah. well. But it's, it's like a quick, easy. Yeah. Let's get drunk. But it's also like it's it's cheap. It's yes. easy to get on. Get on. What are we talking about? <laughs> get, get getting get our of? hands on. Yeah. Yeah. So let's listen to conspiracy theory. Conspiracy bartender. bartender. OK, so in this story. Conspiracy bartender is sitting around a fire in a rural area, pretty much out in the middle of nowhere. So he's sitting here with his wife's cousin who works for the Department of Defense, prior Air Force. Whoop, whoop. So it ends up just being the two of them at some point. Everyone else, you know, goes inside over the night. Everyone's drinking, gets tired, whatever. And they're both just sitting out here a little buzzed at this point. And conspiracy bartender starts talking about aliens to this DOD prior Air Force person. Airman, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> 
I love that we were both in the Air Force, but like we don't know the right word. Like, what is this? Conspiracy bartenders talking about aliens. Anyway, wife's cousin. He then asks conspiracy bartender, "So, do you want to know the truth?" And conspiracy bartender's like, "Um, are you joking? Wait, he's serious. Fuck yes, I want to know the truth, right?" And it goes something like this: The cousin mentions that they're out in the middle of nowhere right now in a cornfield where no one can hear them. So he decides that it's safe to divulge a little bit of this information. And then he gets a serious look on his face and he says, quote, so are you religious? Have you ever thought which one had it right? To lay it all out there, we know there is a supreme source or creator. Some call it God. Some call it intelligent design. The name doesn't matter. It's real. To understand what I'm saying, you have to accept this. This isn't a simulation. It's real. The modern version of science is corrupted and went astray the moment they overcorrected and completely eliminated spirituality from the scientific method. You can't have physical material world without the spiritual world. Every planet is alive. They are gods. The sun is a god that resides over the celestial gods. To think of Jupiter or Saturn as a planet is wrong. Every star in the sky, to the paths, the planet's orbit, what we understand as gravity— was finely tuned for life to flourish on this planet, or God. The ancients, they understood this. There is an older civilization from that time that never fully died out. Conspiracy bartender finally replies, like Egyptians or Jews? Cousin continues, close, but no. Those civilizations came from this civilization, the one we're in now. They taught Egyptians, Sumerians, and the like as they spread. They carried a lost knowledge. So conspiracy bartender then asks, okay, where are these people? He's fully invested at this point. Susie's laughing at me, by the way. Do you want me to pause? Do you have a, a no, comment to add? I have, you know what? I'll save my comments save for later. Save your comment because I only have one little paragraph left. All right, left. Kate, I will shut the fuck up. <laughs> I get it. Save your comments till the end of the class. But I have kidding. so many comments already. But well, I hope you're keeping track of them because I cannot wait to hear and discuss with you. I can't There's keep so track of anything. Well, we'll go back then if we have to. So the cousin replies. Fine. <laughs> Those people were before the fall of mankind. They were different, still human, but their genetic code, if you will, allows them to do things we can't. They're not aliens. They're humans. They live in the ocean, not outer space. And space isn't what people think of it as. Again, the planets themselves are living spiritual gods. Once, long ago, they manifested physically as gods here on Earth. They lived among us. They taught us. They helped us. They are the legends of old. All ancient mythology were cultures interpreting what they saw. This story is what sent me down this path of like digging into ancient civilizations, possible aliens, human ancients who live inside the earth, all of it. Okay. Suffice it to say, my mind has been a little bit in like a panicked tailspin since I discovered this and I'm really excited to drag you in with me. No, that doesn't make me excited because <laughs> if you're panicked, which means I'm going to be like... I don't panic, so no, it's going to be fun. Um, no. I've had days to absorb this too. This is all going to be fresh for you. First and foremost, before we move on, I want to hear your comments and thoughts on this story particularly. I believe 50% of it. Okay, which parts? So I have a theory that... I do believe that there's a possibility that aliens from another galaxy mm-hmm. or wherever the fuck they are, that they do reside in our oceans because yeah. we know more about outer space than we do our own oceans. Right. And so there's so many places that like they could just you and you just can't access certain places. No. There's theories that like where the um the current is too strong. It's actually like some people believe it's like a defense mechanism. And I believe that. And I also, there's so many times that there's um, a lot of sightings over mm-hmm. the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. They are. They come out from the ocean. Yes. Yes. And so, okay. So I believe that. Mm. I don't know if I believe that earth yeah. is God. I agree. I, I think it's kind Partially. of bullshit. I don't. So this is what I've been thinking about, too, with this. I don't believe that all the planets are gods. I do, however, believe that all the planets possess their own unique energy and they could or could not be sentient. You know what I mean? Like, No. What does that mean? So sentient is like the ability to like think, basically. I think therefore I am like a sentient being is somebody something that can process information. Not necessarily like process information. Maybe not in the way humans do. Think of it like this. Um, I believe that every plant, animal, human, 
everything of the like that lives, grows, functions, needs something to grow and survive has a soul, not a oh, human soul, its own unique individual type of soul, oh, right? So what's to say the earth or these other planets don't either? Everything's made up of energy, fucking okay. everything. Yeah. And the earth is an ecosystem that keeps itself running. Okay. It's, I don't know how it works. I, I don't read earth code or whatever. Earth I don't code. know how that machine runs, but I do think it runs somehow, you know? Okay. I agree with you. But yeah, I can't get behind the sky going like the sun is the leader of all gods. I agree. Because in all it's fairness, much. stars burn out. Yes. So are you saying that the lead, like the top dog eventually dies out? And what are like black holes and what happens when energy sucked into them? Okay. So I'm going to full on admit this. Like yeah. I can't handle space. I know. It's a lot. It's really scary. It is really scary. Yeah. Like, even when I was a kid, I'm fascinated with space, mm -hmm. but it also terrifies me at yeah. the same time. It is. It's creepy it's to so think vast. about. And it's I just, don't like it. It's incomprehensible. Yeah. Just like the earth having energy or some sort of spirit to itself. Incomprehensible. Like, where does it end? Yeah. And it doesn't. And how many people? How was there no end? That's the question. That's the fucking question. Right. See, that that bothers me. Oh, this is another thing I don't agree with in this story is that we're not in a simulation. I actually think that there's evidence that we are in a simulation, but that's another episode for another time. And I don't mean simulation like oh, video game. I mean, like this is created for us, for our souls to come live in these bodies and live out this story that we're in right now. OK, you know what I mean? Yeah. Most um, not most, but many. Seventy three percent. That's what you'd say. Yeah. <laughs> Many like renowned scientists say that there's a 50, 50% chance that we are in a simulation and we just won't know. Until we're dead. Yeah. It's an interesting uh, yet terrifying concept. Oh my God. The part where he talks about the ancient humans or whatever they are with the other chromosomes that we don't have the same genetic makeup as them, all of that. That's what led me down the path where I discovered Gobekli Tepe. I've never heard of it. I know. I hadn't either before this. And uh, it's a lot of fun, but it's a real thing. It's not some, uh, they, some say like to use the term pseudo archaeology, but yeah. it's not. As I mentioned, my first stop on a crazy spiral train here was Gobekli Tepe, which was discovered in 1994 in Turkey. Okay. That's really fucking recent. What is that? 30, year, 30 years ago. Um, right? No, it was 29 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> I was close. And Almost 30 years ago. In in 19, I think anything in the 1990s. You wouldn't know because you were just a baby. I was just a baby. <laughs> and it was just like when yesterday. Were you born anyway, like 91? 90, yeah. Oh, you are a baby. You're only five years younger than me. That's not that much younger. Five. Some people say 10. Yeah. It, it just depends. You, you say it. <laughs> just me. <laughs> so this place, go back to Debbie. Archaeologists discovered foundations of buildings and monuments buried deep underground that predate the Sumerian civilization by more than 6,000 years. This is important because they've long been considered the creators of civilization as modern humans understand it today. So okay. this building, these ruins prove that that's not true. So what is Gobekli Tepe? There's actual buildings? Yes. And it was built over a period of 1,100 years, which is a long fucking time. Yeah. Right? And these buildings are laid out in a specific pattern. This is where it gets interesting and weird. They're laid out to follow the realignment of Sirius, which is the brightest star in the sky. Weird. So this star realigns itself every however many years. And there's a new structure built to follow it each time this happens, which means the civilization would have had to have knowledge of astronomy as well as math, architecture, engineering. It kind of reminds me of the uh, mystery of the pyramids because okay. like, they weren't supposed to have existed. People were not supposed to have existed at that point who could have created such a structure, right? right? Inside in, these, um, in this foundation, there are large pillars and enclosures throughout the site where you can like walk through. Oh, wow. And the pillars are covered in these intricate, detailed carvings, kind of like hieroglyphics, okay. if you will. Which shouldn't have yet been possible at this point. Remember, right. this was supposed to be hunter-gatherers. They don't have artistic skills. They don't have tools to create art on stone walls, whatever, you know, or build them for, at all for that matter. Thousands of years later is when we say they learned how to do these things. It's a huge contrast and a huge, like, contradiction yeah. in what we've been taught. So only 5% of this site has been revealed so far. The rest is still buried underground. That's it? And there's 15 to 20 more structures still underground. 
We are going to actually share some photos on our Instagram page with this episode. It's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, You're going to like it. So these are still beneath the surface of the earth waiting to be uncovered. And it's believed by a lot of people that this was a place of worship or like an observatory because it tracks Sirius's realignments. Okay. So a lot of people think, you know, people went there to like pay respects, which draws me back to the first story of the gods in the skies. Like were these ancient civilizations like worshiping stars and planets? Maybe. If it, you know what but I'm why saying? why that one? I don't know. That's the question, right? Why that one? Because there's like a lot of them in yeah. the sky. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. They were able to determine the age of the structure through carbon dating. So it predated Sumer, ancient Sumer and Stonehenge by several thousand years. So why is it important? Why? Is that what you're asking yourself? Yes. You <laughs> took the words right out of my mouth. Yes. Well, I mentioned the pillars and enclosures inside Gobekli Tepe. Yes. This is where we're going to start to get into the panicky portion for you. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Intric- Let me take my Xanax. Yeah. Why, do you want to go um, sit on the toilet for a minute before we get started? <laughs> how, how graphic of you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I also mentioned the intricate carvings that cover the walls. Yes. On one pillar in particular... Pillar 43, which there was is a micropenis. A, it was a micropenis. How did you know? I fucking knew it. <gasps> For real, though. Actually, there is a drawing of an erect penis. Shut the fuck I'm up. I'm not kidding. Again, we'll share on our page. Oh, my God. So we're going to be sharing dick pics. But it's like a carving and it's very crude. So like it's interpreted as a dick by many, but it's not like completely that's it for sure you know what i mean you'll you'll decide for yourself listen you you know what a dick looks like it's definitely a dick it's a dick it's a dick oh (laughs) you're really excited aren't you these are my people (laughs) this is what we're here for yeah so this pillar pillar 43 which is inside closer d they call this pillar the vulture stone the vulture stone shows a detailed carving of the story of these ancient people in gobekli tepe being taught by an even more earlier ancient advanced civilization, how to do this stuff that they've done, the carving, all of it. How do we know it's an advanced civilization teaching them? Because they would have had to teach them how to do these things. You don't just know how to align buildings to stars and carve intricate structure. You know what I mean? If we believe what archaeology has told us about primitive humans and the hunter-gatherers and like Mesopotamia, all of that, this just simply wasn't to have existed yet. And I don't know exactly how we know that it's telling a story, but this is what I've read. That okay. The carvings themselves tell this story okay. of them being taught. How do we know it's not just like their own ancestors? Like, oh, Actually, I do have a little bit of an answer to that, Okay, which I will get to. <laughs> just not right now. <laughs> yeah, because it's in a little bit and it kind of touches on this. Am I being you right now? You're being a little bit mean. Perfect. Oh my God, reel it in. God, I, I'm so annoying. I, I know. <laughs> That's what I've been saying for years. I know, for years. <laughs> also, like we just said a second ago, this earlier advanced civilization would have had to have had knowledge of the planets and constellations. And they would have had to taught these people of Gobekli Tepe because we can see that they built it in alignment with this brightest star in the sky, whatever. Okay. You don't just know that that's a thing. Somebody had to tell them these stories and like, right, this is what you should do, you know? But I also feel like it's super strange that they just picked that star. But I do anyway, too. I wish we knew more about why. I'm so fixated on this. I need to like move on. We'll have to do a deep dive on that, like itself and see what people, what theories are behind that. It's so random. I know. Okay. There, yeah. There's like a carving of a scorpion, the carving of the dog, like this constellations, you know, like, yeah. that match. It's really interesting. So... The Vulture Stone not only tells the story of these people being taught about math, engineering, astronomy, but it also shows the end of the world. Oh, no. Here we go. Right? I hate (laughs) anything to do with death. I know you do. You have death anxiety. Is that what they call it? Right? Yeah. I can't deal with it. I know. And if I think about me dying, it gives me more anxiety. (laughs) You just spiral out of control until someone goes, go to sleep for tonight and don't think about this anymore. Yeah. Does it work though? No. Because do I believe that we move on to like heaven? Yes. Well, you hell. I'm going to heaven. Well, I don't think either of those are a thing. But the astral, yes, we do move to the spirit world. A hundred percent. But there's like, there's like this tiny little bit of doubt in me. Of course. Of like, what if I die and that's it? What if our consciousness is just like code and like it only exists as long as we exist? 
I can't. That's the scary thing. Right? It does. Cause like, yeah. it just means I just like disappear after this. Like I that's know. it. I think a lot of people have a hard time grasping that concept. I like fully don't believe that because I don't, I mean, there's so much evidence, like the, everyone loses the same exact amount of weight when they die. Like, you know, the 21 grams or whatever. Whoa. Are you, you serious? You ever heard that? When you die, your body loses exactly 21 grams of weight. Every single person. I can't believe you didn't know that. I that's know that's that. going to give you some reassurance, right? Is that just the soul? That's what I imagine. Our, our soul energy has to have some kind of weight. Our consciousness Ooh. has to have some kind of weight. Our souls right? are so skinny. They're so tiny. I mean, I do believe, I think that there's so much evidence out there, but then there's always like that small little bit of anxiety that it's yeah, just, yeah. Right. I feel like I think about it every day. I definitely do too. No, I do too. I think not, not dying, but I do think about the spiritual world every single day. I don't think about dying every day, but I definitely, but I think that that's part of like evidence that it exists. We, you know, I don't know for me personally, anyway, the, the amount of like space real estate it takes up in my brain there's got to be some reason for that well and i think there's so many stories too about loved ones coming back and Mm -hmm. visiting or how many ghost stories we even have had yeah yeah there's obviously something going on that we don't see around us all the time all right so this end of the world story that they see on the stone the vulture stone it's the event that wiped out the older civilization okay it's the great floods Every culture in the world has a myth or legend of the Great Flood. And, there, and there's even evidence of it throughout our oceans in different parts of the world. Ar- archaeological evidence. Yes, it's greatly so accepted. Noah was like... I mean, it depends on what you believe. Right. But did he bring two of each animal onto That's the That's the boats? real question. So we had the first Ice Age that we all accept, the Ice Age, right? We had the first ice age that lasted millions of years. But here's my, okay, so this yeah. is, I'm, I'm derailing us. Do it. Okay. I can't wrap my head around why we had dinosaurs. Yeah. Why the fuck did we have dinosaurs? Why? I don't know. Did we ride them? I bet we rode them. I bet we had saddles for them and everything. I don't know. Um, everything is created by us in the astral. In my opinion, we have, we create shit. We go, you know what? That, that was a failure. Let's not do that again. Let's make horses instead. Make horses instead. But yeah. we, we kept a few dinosaurs. Yeah. Which ones? Um, what are the ones that like, they're like, uh, an- animals that exist now that have like real relations. Turtles. To turtles and, uh, iguanas. What's the woolly Not mammoth iguanas. one? The, oh, you talking about elephants? Elephants are probably sharks. Close. Yeah, lots of things. Um, there's birds too that are still related yeah. to dinosaurs. It's very interesting. I don't know. Okay, so I derailed us. Well, anyway, but that's the question. These, this, okay, I'm not kidding. Mm-hmm. These are thoughts that come into my brain all the time. I knew you were going to enjoy this episode because it's a, it's like a perfect little like playground for these sorts of conversations. So I have these conversations with my husband all the time. And he's like curly again. Yeah, he fucking hates it. (laughs) Of course he does. He always tells me that I sound so high. But I'm so funny because Alex sometimes tries to have these conversations with me. And I'm like, I really just cannot wrap my head around this right now. So I think you guys have a lot in common. Yeah, I think you married me. Yes. Yeah. And you married me. I know. And so when I start like, because Mike is the same way where I'm like, I need to know these answers and I start spiraling out of control. He's like, it doesn't matter. Who cares? He's like, just accept that we don't know. Yeah. It's I'm okay not, not okay know. with this. I know you're not. Or I'll sit there and I'll be like, I'll have some like roundabout, like, whoa, could yeah. you imagine if? Yeah. And you can tell he's like, oh, we're doing this again. Yeah. Oh right. my God. Here oh we my go. God. This is why like yeah. a Susie and Alex don't get married. Right. Because you guys would never talk about anything else. We would be so spiraling out of yes. control. Nothing would ever get done. <laughs> no. <laughs> so funny. We need losers like you to balance. That's us right. Out. Losers like me losers like us. Did you hear that, Mike? Let's kill him. Family <laughs> annihilation. Just kidding. Oh, that took a turn. Yeah. Our next episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, you won't be here for it. Sorry. Inspired by true events. <laughs> yes. Recent events. My new co-host, Mike. <laughs> Good luck with that. Um, you need somebody like you and somebody like me to yeah. carry a show like this. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we had the ice age that lasted millions of years. Okay. That ice melted and the earth shifted into a warmer climate, making it more habitable for people like us. Because the climate shifted over a super long period of time, humans were able to adjust 
and like figure out how to continue to live, right? But then we had another mini ice age, which only lasted 1200 years. Only lasted. The last one was millions of years. 1200 is like a drop in the bucket, right? If you're looking at this, I mean, in, in relation to that. No, you're right. Yeah. I guess I didn't realize that the first ice age was millions of years. I don't think I did either until I started reading about this. It's weird. It's yeah. I think I always thought it was like a million years, maybe. I don't know why. I knew a million was attached to it, but I didn't realize it was multiples of that. That's a really did we learn long this time. in school? We did, but garbage in, garbage out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember any of this. I mean, it's really hard to remember stuff like this when you're being taught it in a short period of time and also crammed in with a fuck ton of other stuff, you know? And your I also retain some of it. Yeah, but Florida education system. Your not, tiny not brain a great. can only hold so much. Yeah. <laughs> She texted me once and she meant to say my tiny brain, but it came out tiny Brian. And now we just picture a tiny little man living in her brain controlling like this giant control panel and just like fucking mashing wrong buttons sometimes. And to be fair, I if if you have my number and we text frequently, <laughs> I am the worst with like I have like That's so funny fat fingers all the time. We're like, yeah. I'm constantly fucking everything it. up. You're tiny Brian. Um, OK, so after this mini ice age, the twelve hundred year one. Yeah. The cold snapped quickly it didn't melt over a very long time like previously it melted very fast in the matter of a couple of weeks which is insanity that's when we saw the great flood wipe out most of human existence if you don't have time to adjust and also like everything's melting the ice caps are melting everything and it's just like all the water has nowhere else to go it's just going to flood most of the earth was flooded some survived it and these are the ones who are thought by some, to have gone on and taught other new civilizations. But my question is, where the fuck are all these new people coming from? If most of the earth is wiped out and then Mm. you've only got like a handful of survivors living, there's no way all of them, those few survivors are going to be able to populate the earth the way. Well, that's what you think. They were doing it like rabbits. I guess, but like it's too much. The numbers don't add up. Like where did these new people come from? Where did these new mass amounts of humans do where they just dropped in you know it's fucking weird <laughs> dropped in dropped in Boop. um there's theories you imagine like a helicopter and they're just I like know. shoving bodies out <laughs> i was thinking like portals opening up and people just like falling down to the ground like landing in piles of sand and stuff oh i guess we're here now and we're dumb somebody come teach us you know i don't know but it does make me question what the fuck so it's believed by many that there were advanced humans before All this happened, and some of them somehow survived this flood, right? Okay. Like advanced like us. So I don't know if that means they had technology. It makes me wonder, like, what if this all happened before and we got to this point and it was the flood wiped everything out and there was nothing left? Because, like, if you have a fucking violent mass tsunami all over the earth, barely anything's going to be left standing. Yeah. So there were some experts on the fringe of archaeology who suspected this like a long time ago that this we had these ancient civilizations who were advanced like us. Okay. But they were widely discredited and even shamed. The discovery of Gobekli Tepe not only provides important knowledge about our history, it also brings these theories of prehistoric advanced civilizations back into question. It just reignites that whole conversation. And it validates a lot of the claims of these so-called pseudo-archaeologists, you know? Yeah. Another important aspect to consider about Gobekli Tepe is that the oldest carvings are the most intricate and detailed. So as the site gets newer, the designs get less intricate. It's almost like uh, technology suddenly appeared out of nowhere. So it went from being like hand carved, detailed to like maybe a machine stamping something now. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah, it's really strange, right? It's like... There's nothing left there to show us what they used, but it it really, it's such a curious idea to me that it went from being more advanced to more crude and almost like, it makes me think of like a print press or something. You know, when you're doing something by hand, you can be very detailed and accurate. Crude machinery is only going to be able to do so much. Right. They're saving time, but it's not as uh, detailed. Exactly. So this also gives credit to the theory of an advanced earlier civilization showing up and teaching people, these people things, like maybe how to build these machines that are going to stamp the wall for them. I don't even know if that's exactly what it is, but who knows exactly how they did it. Yeah. But something changed and it changed as it got newer. I don't know. Do they have a mushroom stamp? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So 
I told you about how it tells tells the story of the end of the world, the floods, whatever. Yeah. But it also offers us a warning and it says that all that's happened before will happen again. That the earth will eventually reset itself once more, wiping out human existence as we know it. Huh. And that's interesting because I do feel like in almost any like civilization that we've found, mm-hmm. there's always a reference to the end of the world. It's yeah, there is. And and again, none of them were able to speak to each other. Yeah. So I find like this the very Mayans, strange, right? There's even theories that the Mayan calendar was inherited from an earlier civilization that it was given to them by somebody else. Weird. I know. It's really strange. So let's connect these dots, shall okay. we? <laughs> shall <right>. we? <laughs> shall we? So how does this relate to the story in the beginning? How does Gobekli Tepe tie into the whole planets and conspiracy bartender and all of that, right? Well, it brings back the question of the planets being gods, advanced humans existing long before we thought they did. Where did they come from? My first question. Exactly how long have we really been here on this planet? Why were the people of Gobekli Tepe instructed to build these temples to follow the realignment of Sirius, like we talked about? Why? Why are they following this star? Again, tied into the story in the beginning of the planets being gods, whatever, you know? Right. Do they have some hidden knowledge that we don't know about that they knew back then? So the next stop on my crazy train here (laughs) (laughs) moved on from Gobekli Tepe, and I discovered the Adam and Eve story, which was written by Chan Thomas. So this book, The Adam and Eve Story, was written in 1963 by Chan Thomas. He was an American electrical engineer, geologist, and a psychic. (laughs) That's quite the... Quite the resume, right? Yeah. This book ended up being classified by the CIA because it discusses... Well, some people think it's because it discusses the topic of lost ancient human civilizations. Was he associated with the CIA or the CIA came in and was like, we are going to... Whoa, seriously. It ended up being declassified. However, bits are missing. That's the curious part, right? Well, and in my opinion, if bits are missing, something shady's going on there. Something shady that they don't want released to the public. Right. What is missing? I know. I, I need to know. So in the Adam and Eve story, this author, Chan Thomas, he asserts that we are actually the sixth advanced civilization of our kind to inhabit the earth that okay. means this has happened six times before wow gotten to this point what and then it just keeps getting wiped out from yes. Earth doing earth things he suggests that the earth shakes us off like fleas every however many million years not necessarily actually shakes us off like fleas but that's the uh analogy that he uses it's like time to reset you know that's terrifying. Yes, it is. Earth just like is over us. That's another shit. thing about the uh, planet's gods thing. Like I said, I don't believe it's a god, but I does it have its own sentient energy, you know? Where like they, it it's just going, gets, you guys are fucking this up. Try again? Yeah. I mean, who knows? That's what I think. I mean, at that point, everyone's fucking it up now. So right. yeah, it, don't shake us off though. <laughs> I Please God, not while we're here anyway. Not while we're here. In his book, The Adam and Eve Story, Thomas predicts that global catastrophe is imminent and believes it's all happened before many times, hence the sixth civilization. He presents evidence that there are coming shifts in the Earth's poles, like the North and South Pole, which will lead to great cataclysm. So he says that these shifts are cyclical. The Earth's poles have already been shifting for a long time, which is scary. (laughs) In fact, GPS systems are being updated to keep up with it. So these updates used to happen every five years. Okay. Then it was every one year. Now it's every six months. Wait, what? Yes, which implies that the shifts are becoming more frequent and closer together. Okay, less time in between or shifting faster, right? uh... So in the book, he predicts that there will be a pole shift that will happen in less than a day. So no longer... Five years, one year, six months, at some point it's going to happen in one day, that close together. Okay. He explains in detail what exactly this would do to the earth if this were to happen. And he does believe that it will happen. And a lot of people also agree with this theory. I mean, in all fairness, if it's in our lifetime gone from five years Mm -hmm. to one year to six months, that's not a good sign. A lot of people believe we're already on borrowed time that it should have happened and it probably will happen any day, which scares the shit out of me. Oh my God. (laughs) 
but I'm going to tell you. Can't wait. I'm going to tell you what what will happen. And it it fucking terrified me. Okay, great. In detail, this is what he writes. It would begin with a huge earthquake, bigger than any earthquake. 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 (laughs) I love cake. I love them too. Bigger than any earthquake we've ever experienced throughout history. This would lead to a giant tsunami. Okay, this is paraphrased, by the way. This is me reading and paraphrasing. Oh, my God. I'm not kidding. <laughs> One so of my much. weird fears is a tsunami. I, I don't this think it's is weird. like a I think fucking nightmare. Yeah, it's really fucking scary. I think that's actually a pretty common thing to be terrified of. It's There's no way to survive that. No. That's it, you know? If you're caught up by that wave, that's it. That's you're it. fucking done. So this would lead to a giant tsunami that begins in California and makes its way eastward. This wave would be a wall of seawater more than two miles high. Winds would blow at more than a thousand miles per hour. And the the giant wall of water would follow right behind them, swallowing up entire cities as if they were just like tiny seashells along the beach. We can't. We're not. We didn't build anything to go against this. Mm -mm. There's no way to do that. That's that's the thing, you know. And here's why this would happen. The wall of water, the wind blowing at the miles per hour, whatever. So the earth spins at a thousand miles per hour. Does it really? Yes, it does. And we don't notice it because we're all spinning constantly with it. Everything's moving with it. That's how we get the gravity, right? Right. Super fucking fast. Well, Chan Thomas says that when this pole shift happens, the air and the water will continue to spin at the thousand miles per hour, but the land masses attached to the earth will suddenly stop when the earth stops spinning. When the pole shift happens in less than a day. Yeah. So it's like, imagine, okay, you know that ride, the Gravitron, yeah. where you're like pressed up against the wall. I, I've and never it just done. spins. I know what you're talking about. Never ridden it before. So fast you're sucked to the wall. It's like gravity, right? I would imagine never. it just yeah. suddenly stops. It'd be like in a car wreck. Oh. Everything, it gets thrown around. Shit yeah. gets, you know what I mean? Um, the structure itself stops moving, but the stuff inside, the inertia, it can't just stop with it. It's going to go. It's going to get tossed around. Yeah. So... The land masses will stop, but the wind and the water is still moving because they're not connected the way the land is. Got it. Okay. Yeah. He suggests that also in many areas, the Earth's molten sublayer will break through the surface, spreading a sea of white hot liquid fire. <laughs> Sorry. Every time I think this can't get worse, it, get, <laughs> I know. it just gets worse and I know. worse. Like, so not all, you'll either be swallowed up by this fucking wave and it says if you never even existed or... Uh, Devoured by a fiery lake. Oh, and don't forget the wind that could sw- right. sweep you off. Or just tear you in a half. Yeah. Like, you're knock you into a fucking building. Who, who the fuck knows? Yeah. Oh, no, the building will be gone too. So yeah. you'll just like... You'll just be rubble crammed together. It'll be like yeah. a tornado. Just suck everything just fucking destroyed. So, and in less than a day, all traces of civilization are just gone. Yeah. It's just, there's so much power behind it. We're so little. When I'm having a bad day... Or feeling upset about something that somebody might have said to me or disrespected me in a way. And it's causing anxiety, eating up my mind. Like, I think about this and I go, I could just be over in a second. And this all seems a lot more trivial trivial. now. Yes. It's petty. Yeah. It is. Everything's petty when 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 you think of it this way. Yeah. But especially little trivial things. Yeah. So I don't let myself get absorbed or wrapped up in stuff. I just, when I want to stop, I start thinking about how I could just be swallowed up by a tsunami, you know, and that'd be a lot worse than somebody not texting me back. (laughs) I don't know. Swallowed up by white lava. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Which, I mean, they would both suck. There's no good outcome there. I don't know what I would prefer. What I feel like the lava would just like destroy you immediately, right? Like you wouldn't have long, like it's so hot that it would just eviscerate you. Maybe would the wall of water like knock you so hard? I, you know what I do believe though, and uh, we're going to do. I know what you're going to say. Episode on this soon, the journey of souls. There's a theory that our souls exit our body the moments before death, and I do believe that this is when we go eject, eject. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You know. Or if your body is going through too much pain, yeah, you have like you have that eject button before. It gets too much. Yeah. Or it's like if uh, somebody commits suicide and they jump off a roof of a tall building, their bo- their soul may jump out before the moment of impact. Yeah. You know? Who knows? So if the earth suddenly stopped spinning, people, cars, structures would all just be like violently thrown around like we just talked about. Skyscrapers would topple. Barely anyone would survive. Most people probably wouldn't. I don't know if anyone would survive. And those who did survive it would be swallowed up by fire or water. I was going to say, I don't. 
I don't know how you would. Well, I mean, just even surviving the being thrown around part. Right. You know, like, I don't know, you got knocked into a fucking cave or something. Who knows? But the water or fire would eventually get to you. Yeah. And no trace of civilization left behind. Right. And this is all from that book. Yes. And And I will never read. (laughs) Don't read it. It's not a good idea for you. I don't think I can handle this. So, but there is some pretty compelling evidence in this book that this not only is something that's already happened, but something that will inevitably happen again. There are signs that cataclysm may have already begun, including changes to the core of the earth, the GPS updates getting closer together because the poles are shifting more frequently, ice caps melting, like global warming. Like I said, some people think we're on borrowed time as it is. Great. I feel like in our lifetime, there's Mm -hmm. been like three dates and i don't remember yeah that like all three of them it was like oh for sure yeah we're dying like right. y2k i yeah. remember like being all a- the computers are just gonna stop working because they didn't create past 2000 like yeah. that, as if that's gonna somehow explode our planet i it's was so 10 funny. and i was like <gasps> yeah we were like, terrified i was <laughs> fucking terrified when adults are freaking out around you you're yes. like trying to be cool but like no 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 yeah. but i think anyway i don't remember but there's been several times where like i feel like Someone's come forward and was like, this was predicted to be the last right. day on earth. Yeah. So maybe it was. I don't know. Yeah. We that's might why be on borrowed time, but I also find it a little hard to believe because that's exactly why I don't really panic about it because people it, have said this before. Again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again and again and again. In my professional opinion. Yes. And obviously very correct opinion. Yes. Obviously. Factual opinion. Obviously. I do believe in God mm-hmm. and I do believe that there's a plan that we just don't know. I'm sure and that's so true. I just, as much as people are going to be like, well, science says, and right. there's nine different times we should have died right? or we're on borrowed time. Like, I think if it's meant for us to die, yeah, it, it it's just going to happen. I don't and know. Like, I agree. And also like, even if it does tell the story that it's all going to happen again, it's still a story. There's no evidence that it for sure will. There's no proof until it has happened. That's the proof. But then, it happened. then you know what I mean? there's no one collecting the proof because we're all dead. Unless things like Gobekli Tepe survive and tell the story. But here's my other, my other thing mm-hmm. is with them taking portions out of the book. Like that mm-hmm. makes me very curious. Yeah. The context, right? Why, if if this is a book of opinion Mm -hmm. and like a hypothesis, right? Essentially, why take things out of the book? Yeah, that's when it goes back to like for me, like the whole like alien existence theory, and like if there's outside influences, and some people have had contact with that and they are trying to hide it and protect it from the rest of us for some reason. So, do you think in his book he was talking about aliens? Because I could see that that's why they would step in. Is because I do think the government's hiding aliens from us. Well, they us. definitely are. But they're coming. I mean, in the last year, so much has been released. Because they don't have a choice. They they're don't finally because of our cornered. own fucking technology. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to talk about that in a minute, too. Oh, yeah. Really? We're going to have a convo about that. The only other thing I want to say about this portion, and it does relate to what we just talked about with like, it's theory is theory is theory, right? People scoffed at this idea for a long time, and a lot of people still do, but the possibility that he could be right is growing, and it's becoming more accepted among scholars and scientists, but that doesn't make it true, right? Well, and I I am open Mm -hmm. to the possibility that it could be true. Right. The the thing is, is like with any of the things we talk about on any of our episodes, we really don't fucking know. Right. I'm never going to be able to commit to something and go, I believe this is for sure going to happen. I believe it's theory that it could happen. Right. I believe it's possible that it could happen, but I don't believe it's imminent and it's for right. sure. That's when we get into the arrogance and yes. it can't be wrong. And that's where it's dangerous. Well, and I know? think our he- tiny little human brains, our tiny brains, <laughs> our tiny brains, we're not equipped for like any, we're not. any of this. We're definitely not. And so the people that are like, oh, for sure, aliens don't exist or for sure the world can't end that way. How do you know? Mm-hmm. Or for sure, we just rot in the ground and we die. How do you know? Dad. Yeah, dad. <laughs> How do you know, dad? Daddy. You <laughs> I totally agree with you, though. Um, and it, it's like, you know, at one point, like, the idea of continental drift was considered pseudoscience. But now we know that continental drift is real and it right. does happen. 
It's every, like puzzle pieces. It is. Yeah. And everything that's like scoffed at initially, ev- almost every big advance yes. or scientific discovery is considered pseudo- pseudoscience when it's first discovered. Well, look, look at how many things where they thought that, like the scientist was being crazy. Yep. And he probably was, but uh, he was also smart. Yeah. <laughs> and also knew shit. Yeah. And usually the smart people are a little off the rocker. Their so. brains function differently yeah. than like a neurotypical brain. So right. maybe they're a little off the rocker, but they're also extremely fucking brilliant. Right. People don't credit that enough it, it, when it's when it's happening. It's not till far after right. that they go like, oh shit, he was onto something, you know? So... Obviously, I've been on this panicky rabbit hole since I started looking through all this stuff. And like the more I learn, the more I discover, the more I'm convinced that we've just only like barely scratched the surface. And we really just fucking don't know anything, which I already thought that. But I really, really think that now, you know, (laughs) now even more convinced that we're idiots. Exactly. (laughs) Terrific. And I guess one of my questions is if this theory is true that we do reset every however many million years, if we the earth does shake us off like we're fleas, if we That's have so creepy, it by is the way. creepy. I love that analogy. Though. I hate that analogy. <laughs> it's so funny. But if this has happened countless to however many times before, we'll never know because all evidence of it has been destroyed. What is the thing that makes it happen? Like, is the earth consciously going like, okay, it's time to reset. Everyone's fucking up my whole existence now. Like you've used up all of our resources. Like, or is it like God deciding or creator deciding that it's time to reset? Does the planet itself decide? You know what I'm saying? I think it's God. These are the thoughts I've been having. But what if like the earth is part of God? I just don't think so. But I'm not saying it's its own God. I'm saying, like, what if it belongs to the energy of source? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like it's an extension of it almost. Okay. Like, yeah. Okay. Maybe that, I don't know. But, like, we don't understand. I know, and that drives me crazy. Yeah, we don't understand planets. Like, we think we do, but we really fucking don't. We we don't have no idea what's going on in there, how, how shit produces and creates the way it does. Right. You know? And also, like... People talk about finite resources like uh, oil and stuff like that that's drilled out of the earth. Like, we, it's finite. You tell us that, but like, is it? Or does the earth suddenly create more somewhere and you just don't know about it because civilizations are destroyed and it renews? You know, right. maybe when those certain things run out, they're like, oh, time's up, time to reset. You know, I don't know. That's the thing. Who's making that fucking call? That's what I want to know. I don't know. It freaks me out. This all freaks me out. I know. Because I don't think we'll, we will have any of the answers. I don't think so either. There's another like theory, another school of thought out there that a lot of people believe that aliens are watching us. That aliens are the ones who decide when it's time to wipe us out. I don't think so. And reset everything. Yeah. I, I think they are watching us. Right. And I do. I have a theory that um, aliens are making sure that we don't wipe out ourselves. I agree. I actually have some stuff in here. We're going to talk about that. Oh my God, are we? Yeah, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it. Okay. Yeah, like um, I I don't believe that they're in charge of our universe. I do believe we share a reality with them. I do think they exist. I don't think they're in charge of humans though. I don't think they're in charge of us, but I do think that they are actually trying to make sure that we don't kill ourselves with all of... There's like evidence of them intervening whenever yes. people get too close uh, to nuclear destruction, you know? Which I think is really fucking cool. It is cool. But like, also, who's making that call? Who's telling them, go stop them now? What what vested interest do they have in our earth if they don't live in it? Or do they fucking live in it and we just can't see them? In the oceans. Or, or like in a dimension outside of ours that's still sharing this planet somehow. Oh, no. Stop. <laughs> nope. <laughs> We're done. Thanks, That's guys, for joining us. <laughs> but how's it any different than spirits in a dimension outside of us? You know, like they're around us all the time. We don't see them. What if aliens are too? <laughs> you all right? No, I'm not all <laughs> She's right. She's just staring at me. <laughs> I think I've accepted spirits because yeah. it's a uh, like it's less threatening somehow because they're like us, but not in bodies. Aliens are a totally different fucking thing. Right. And mm-hmm. I, spirits to me, like, I think either they get stuck here because of like a traumatic experience right before they died or mm-hmm. they're hung up or they're coming to visit their loved ones. Mm-hmm. Or but, like a echo yeah, of energy. Right. Mm-hmm. With an alien just like living amongst us. Like, okay, this it's is a completely totally different thing. Completely derailing us, but fuck it's it. fine because it. I'm here for it. I'm pretty sure this episode is all about... Yeah. Like we should have asked 
These are the questions. This episode is the ask the questions episode. So I have read Mm -hmm. a theory saying, and it's all about like other dimensions. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know if I believe this either, because this one's a little far fetched for Mm -hmm. me. So it said that like gnomes and like fairy tale Mm -hmm. creatures, like um, fairies and stuff actually existed. I think they still do. Well, and that was the whole thing was it's in a different, it's like in a fifth or sixth dimension that like humans can't see. Yeah. I don't know if I believe that, but it's also, it's like about the whole, like we could be living amongst a lot of different creatures, but we don't see them because our little tiny human brains can't process. We just don't perceive it. Yeah. Like what else are we sharing this fucking planet with? I mean, Irish people believe in the fae, like the fairies, like a lot of them do still believe in them. I, I believe in them. I, I don't totally know if believe. I do. I don't I believe don't, that in the like way that they show in movies, like, oh, fairy. But I do believe that we share a space with them and they we just can't see them like in, in some sort of yeah. um, dimension. Yeah. So we talked about the aliens inter- intervening with when we like almost blow yeah. ourselves up, whatever. I have a couple of examples <gasps> here I love it. that I discovered last night, actually. So the first one I have is in 1964, former Air Force Chief Robert Jacobs reported that he'd launched a dummy nuclear warhead as a test while he was watching it on screen. Like, you know, they got to watch it through the camera or whatever, because it's fucking far out there. He saw an aircraft that resembled a flying saucer appear seemingly out of nowhere. It began circling the dummy warhead, which was moving at 8000 miles per hour. So we got this warhead moving at 8000 miles per hour. And then this UFO like carefully crafting yeah whatever circling it like how the fuck would it maintain an orbit around that like so structured like because at that they're speed? just they, their technology is we way don't get it better than ours and and like there's ideas that like the ufo is like that they are like actually beings in themselves like the ufo is like a living functioning thing in itself what? like a lot of people think that they're like that our minds we just can or like the aliens control them using thoughts they don't have any oh i see what you're saying i thought you meant like the actual well, there's both craft is a like a creature there's both yeah there's i've never heard that before i just discovered it recently isn't that interesting that is like it know. has its own consciousness essentially okay okay so this ufo was circling it and it was said to have homed in on it and fired four beams at the warhead then the warhead tumbled out of space and this uh, chief Robert Jacobs was instructed never to speak of this again. Hmm. He didn't speak of it till decades later after this. I mean, he did, but yeah, didn't, you know, right. And then in 1967, a former air force weapons controller named Bob Salas, who's pretty big in the alien community. I've heard that name I'm before. Sure have. He reported that an orange flying disc switched off 10 nuclear warheads at Malmstrom air force base in Montana under his watch. Yep. Again, he was instructed never to talk about it. Yeah. All of this shit, like in the 1960s, 70s, like it seems like a lot of activity happened around that time. And then the government went like, shh, yeah, you know, and how much has been going on since? But there's these like super heavy regulations about speaking about it. Like it's I'm sure a ton. The top, the toppest of the top secret. The you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think I told you already. I don't believe that we live in a reality where aliens are in charge of us. Right. I do think we share with them for sure. Yeah. I, and I am curious, like what what their um what the, what skin they have in the game of keeping us from blowing up this planet. Like, how are they connected to it? Why why does it matter to them so much? I wonder if there's resources here that they're using. Could be. Or what if it's like if we destroy this planet, it sends it starts a chain of events that just fucks up everything in space, ruining their home as well. Yeah, Yeah. it's interesting though. It really, you know what? Weird. We should capture one of them. Oh my god, let's totally do it and then probe them. Yeah, and paint its nails. (laughs) Just kidding. You know Um, what? If I was able to catch an alien, painting nails would be definitely a bucket list. It's on the top of the list for For sure. sure. You've seen, have you seen recently the, the two alien mummies that were discovered that were like called a hoax forever, but then legitimized recently? Um, your husband has sent me multiple oh, links sure of them. Has. Yes. Yes. I'm sure he has. <laughs> it's weird though, right? It is weird. I love that there's not, I love that this happened before anyone could go, don't share that information. I know. Like, Fuck it. It's out there now. You it's know? interesting. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. waiting for more, like I want, I want more scientists to weigh in on it. I do too. Yeah. 
there's been some, I mean, there will always be naysayers and there will always be skeptics. About everything, though. So, like, it started like, this isn't real. It's fake. It's man-made. Somebody did this as a hoax. And then they went, oh, scientists, like, actually said it's legit. Those are scientists from non-accredited universities. Right. Blah, blah. There's always going to be something to, like, yeah. be in doubt about. Um, I fully believe these are totally tiny, cute little alien mummies. 100%. I'm excited. I want to I hear more. And I'm sure that more will come out. Yeah it's so it's so strange like what if they're not even like extraterrestrials what if there's some like form of like civilization that did live on this earth once that was like not a human but like something that inhabited our earth that was a similar to a human you know what i mean like didn't come necessarily come from outer space or whatever like what if they just were like a last like remaining bit of something that did once inhabit the earth that we just don't understand weird that goes back to the whole like how many times is this fucking planet reset itself and wiped everything out along the way i can't think of that it's so scary it, it could so happen scary. at any fucking moment can you imagine just like feeling this earthquake and looking outside and just seeing a fucking giant wall of water coming at you i don't even know I, there's what nothing do you, do? you can do you grab your kids and you fucking like sit down and hold them and you tell them how much you love them and wait to be fucking hit by this wave that's right. what you do like even people have bunkers it's not gonna save you from this not from that no no or at least not from the fucking lake of fire to follow the lake of fire. I know. <laughs> oh God, that's terrifying. So just back to Gobekli Tepe for one minute. These no, <laughs> I'm over it. We're over it. <laughs> <laughs> the the ruins were intentionally. Well, I guess they weren't ruins at the time, but they were intentionally buried. That's been confirmed, right? Oh wait, did I not say that in the beginning? If you did, I wasn't. I might attention. have not said it. I think I might have glossed over that. I'm sorry. Uh, we've also covered. I'm not a great listener, so well, it could be either. I told you that only five percent's been uncovered. The rest yes. is still underground. Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned that they were proven to be intentionally buried. How do we know it was intentionally buried? I don't know, but that's what scientists say. <laughs> Fucking scientists, archaeologists, whatever the fuck says. Intentionally buried. That's interesting. That's so right? weird. Okay, that's but, why I'm going like. This this brought up a question in my mind, like, if it was intentionally buried, hidden away, protected and preserved, like, maybe these people knew that cat for sure that cataclysm was coming again. And they're like, we need to preserve this from being wiped out so oh. that someday it will be discovered again so that people can be prepared. Like, what if it was always, like, meant, at least parts of it, meant to be a message to us and, like, find a way to survive? You know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. I know. It's weird to think about. I just, I don't and I don't know how why else they would purposely like bury yeah, it other than to preserve it. I mean, obviously to preserve it, but like what why if they know they're going to be destroyed, why do they unless they're trying to warn somebody, why bother? Yeah. You know? Think about how long that must have taken. Yeah. I mean, they said it took 1100 years just to build it, but to and cover then it back it up with top dirt. Of it. Yes. It must have taken decades, centuries even. Like I don't fucking know. But I don't Where know how they you living. Do that. Okay, so I did read that like this Gobekli Tepe, the building, whatever they discovered. Then they discovered they're still making discoveries. The most recent was in like 2004, I think, which is very fucking recent of things we didn't know existed. They okay. discovered like somewhere away from that, like um, residential type areas, yeah, uh, market districts, like shopping areas, like stuff like oh, that, wow. kind of spread out. So yeah, they've got this temple, and then they've got like where the people lived, and then like where they shopped and spent time, like all of that. But if they like were putting dirt into where they were residing, where did they go from there? Well, I don't think they resided in Gobekli Tepe. I think that was like that's why they th they say like it's might have been like a a temple or a place of worship. Okay. Like they were somehow trying to preserve this place. So it was like they. Oh, went, I see what you're saying. It's like a church, basically. Yeah, you know, they don't live in it, but. I don't know. I still, I want to know what's underneath there. They have x-rays and like sketches of what it looks like underneath, which we'll share on our page. I don't know. I'm sure they're still trying to uncover it. It's like 1994 again, 29 years ago. Not 30. Yeah. Um, it's going to take forever for yeah. them to get all that out. It's so strange though. That's absurd. Yeah. All of this just like completely shook my understanding of world history, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I also don't think I really gave a ton of thought to it. You're taught cavemen. You're taught yeah. the Neolithic period. You're taught pottery, hunter-gatherer, right. archaeology, or archaeology, <laughs> agriculture. They learn all this stuff you're taught, you know, and you just go, okay, I guess that's what it was. And you just go about your life. And most people don't really give it much more thought than that, except for those who become interested in archaeology and dig deeper. But I think a lot of us just don't. They just, we just accept it. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I have not thought about this. Yeah. At all. I hadn't either. That's like why I went down this path of discovery because I hadn't either. It was this one little story on Reddit. I came across that shoved me down this path going, (laughs) you got to learn it all right now. (laughs) You know what I mean? And we still don't have all the answers. No, we never will. No, no, we never will. And I mean, it it also just like made me go back to the pyramids, thinking about the fucking pyramids. Like they tried to tell us they're tombs for fucking pharaohs and shit. They've never fucking discovered a single body inside those pyramids. Like they're not tombs. What the fuck is their purpose? They line up with like Orion's belt, right? They line up with the stars as well. That's another thing going like, why are these fucking people worshiping the sky or building monuments to the sky back then? It's I don't know. It's interesting. It is, right? Were there gods in the skies? <laughs> I mean, I mean, maybe they just religion was is a relatively new creation. Like religion is not as old as this, right? right. This is very fucking old. Maybe they just this is what they like taught themselves because and they maybe. didn't understand it. You know, they're like, oh, that's watching us. It's watching out for us. Let's and worship it. And that's probably it. And then mm-hmm. I'm sure back then there didn't really understand a whole lot. So that star disappears during the day and then it's magical and reappears at night and moving. And it's like, Oh, we need to watch it from over here now from over here. now. Yeah. It's really interesting. Like, and also over that period of time, over a thousand years, they're building this, like that's a really long time to like dedicate this. Right. It's through generations. Right. You know? So who knows? Maybe we'll be wiped out. Uh, in 50 years or a thousand years, or maybe it'll be tomorrow. I hope it's not tomorrow, but uh, I'm not prepared for that. I'm not. Okay. So hold on. Let's take it all the way back to drunk bartender 69 Reddit user. 69. (laughs) So if we're saying this guy Mm. that was like spilling his guts to this dude, right? right? Is this like a crazy uncle or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it sounded to me like he has some sort of inside knowledge. The rest of us don't, but I feel like he also built a theory around yes. it, his own understanding of it. I don't think he's going like, maybe he's going like this, but I wouldn't take it as like, this is officially it. This is so that's what how he thinks. I took it is like, yeah. I'm sure he has more information than we do, mm-hmm. but it sounds like the crazy uncle effect where he put yeah. his own spin to it. Yes. That's exactly what and I he thought was too. Like, I've been working forever right. with them. So, so I have authority on this. Yes. You know how they do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And when I read that story from him, it was extremely interesting. It did blow my mind a little bit and it was thought provoking. I didn't take it as gospel truth, but it did send me down this path, which was really fun. You yeah. Know? I also like when I was writing this episode, I was going like, which direction am I going to go with this? Like, do I want to look into the aliens who are whatever entities that live in the ocean? And it's just too much to it's, encompass it's a lot in one. That's got to be its own thing. You yes. Know? That's all I have for this week, though. Thank God. Was it too much? <laughs> for my brain? Yeah. Yes. It was I, fun, though. Right? I will be thinking about this tonight. Good. So I hope you're happy. I am happy. I can't be in this alone. I need you to be appropriately terrified with me. Know so. that you are going to get a text from my husband. Great. Yeah. And Why did you do this, Kate? <laughs> you, you've you already gotten this text before. Yes, I have. <laughs> And she t- won't shut up. <laughs> yeah. And so tonight, it might not be tonight. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely going to take NyQuil when yeah. I get home. If you're noticing the sexy voice, it's because my kids got me again. Yeah. But, um, bitches. Yeah. Every fucking, every fucking time. <laughs> um, it is what it is. You have kids, you're going to be sick endlessly. I know. I had my baby give me a kiss on the cheek. And last by night. kiss, you mean cough in the face. <laughs> and he coughed in my face. He like, I was like, give mama a kiss. And he like leaned over kissed my cheek and then proceeded to cough in my face and particles all over you yeah into your mouth up your nose yeah so tonight i will not have this conversation because i'm going to drug myself you should yeah but tomorrow game on mike i can't wait (laughs) i'm gonna spiral out of control (laughs) well tell us what we're talking about next week then the worst the worst so next week Mm -hmm. I am doing the episode on Ant Hill Kids. The Ant Hill Kids, the cult. It's a cult. And the leader is Rock Terrio. Rock Terrio. Give us a little uh, snippet. The cult was mm-hmm. based out of Canada. Oh, so like French Canadian. Yes. I got it. So I find it very strange because I, I don't know. I Maybe I have this like false sense 
of Canadians. Oh, no, you're not alone. Canadian, it's the, they're really nice, right? Yeah. Yeah. As we probably have realized, I have this thing where I deep dive into anything that's weird or awful or terrifying. Upsetting in general. So I have for sure watched my like weight in Netflix documentaries (laughs) on cults. Yeah. And usually they're pretty shitty and you get like that creepy, like, ugh, like that ick feeling. Yeah. This cult is the worst I have ever, ever read about to the point like I was doing the research for this episode and I literally took a sip of water while I was reading and I almost had to spit the water out because I started getting nauseous. Like it's disgusting. So tune in next week. (laughs) Great. No, but it's really interesting information. Um, Mm -hmm. I like for sure, even just doing the research for it, I was like getting like sucked in. Yeah. It's good. Mm -hmm. Like this guy thought. He was a holy man right. and had healing powers. Right. But in actuality, he was an alcoholic Just with anger problems. <laughs> yeah. um, and it's not like your normal cults where like it's just like, like charismatic. Like, I mean, he was charismatic, yeah. but he was charismatic and then was like performing surgeries on people yeah. without anesthesia oh, and without God. any medical knowledge. Great. So anyway, yeah, it should be really interesting. Don't eat before listening yeah. to the episode. <laughs> Don't, don't eat, eat don't eat during. don't drive <laughs> just just be quiet and sit down <laughs> just kidding i'm kidding do some chores whatever yeah <laughs> whatever you gotta do well can't wait to hear about it first of all just wanted to say happy thanksgiving to everybody oh, yeah. this week happy thanksgiving it'll be tomorrow when you hear this yeah if you're listening when it comes out eat lots of vegetables yeah or um, skip the turkey and the ham. Not because we care about animals, but because it just doesn't taste very good. Oh, it's just kidding. It's because she doesn't care about or she does care <laughs> about animals. <laughs> um, I care about animals, too. Yeah, she is not a vegetarian. <laughs> no, I'm she not. She eats all the meat. I do. Don't hurt. Let her lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. If you would like to follow us on Instagram or Facebook, you can follow, like, or share our page on Sinister Junk Mail Podcast. Yep. Email us at SinisterJunkMailPodcast at gmail.com. Send us your stories. We love to hear them. And if you're enjoying the show, please go ahead and rate and review us on whatever platform you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Yes, we would. And tell your friends about it because uh, word of mouth is great. Mouths are great. Mouths are great. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. And we will see you all next week. See ya. Bye.